Well, here we go. It's, this is the first episode of the Tall Talk podcast. I'm Rob Mosley, and we're going to get right into it. Um, this episode is pretty much going to be us kind of giving a background on who we are. And for some people who might not know who, who I am, I'm going to give you more information on me. And if you're not familiar with me from Instagram and modeling and blogging and everything, um, I'll begin with I'm Miranda and Kenneth's son, sometimes Gully. We'll get into that later. That's a story for another day. <laughs> uh, Amelia and Eddie's grandson. I'm Moreland and Dante's little brother. I'm Cully, Kenya, James, and Jamel's big brother. I'm an uncle, sometimes Uncle Hemi, sometimes nephew Hing. I'm a cousin. I'm a god daddy. I'm a friend. I'm a Morehouse brother, and I'm also a big and tall model, blogger, and actor. And I created this as a means of being able to have conversations extended from my blog. Um, I originally did the blog Tall Talk interviewing other tall guys, but with the podcast, I wanted to branch out more and give a little bit more and have a perspective of the tall woman. And with that being said, I want to introduce the special guest host who's going to be here throughout the podcast with me, given the the woman's perspective of being tall, and it's Miss Nakisha Washington. Hey, I'm so happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Um, I think this is going to be really great conversation for us to engage in together and get some engagement and see what other people are talking about, too. Yeah, so, Keisha, give us a little... Um, well, first of all, I want to start by saying me and Keisha... Our our grandmothers are best friends, so we kind of grew up together. I'm older than Keisha, but her and my sister are the same age, and um, so we're we're, we're more so kind of like cousins. And um, we we used to spend weekends together because they would always come over to the house on the weekends, and my grandmother would fry fish and all of that, and we play outside in the yard. And um, she's even uh, you know stayed the night plenty of times at our house with my sister. So you know we kind of grew up together. Uh, we both moved out of Michigan once we got out of high school. Uh, there was nothing in Michigan for me. <laughs> I know that for a fact. How do you feel about Michigan right now, Keisha? I mean, Michigan will always be home. Like you said, we had, you know, so many memories, you know, growing up, running around on our horn, going up to Frosty Treat. I mean, so that will always represent home for me. Um, but for the past 14 years, Charlotte, North Carolina has been home. Um, and my immediate family, my mother, grandmother, and my siblings, and, and I had my children and, and began my family here. So um, Charlotte is definitely our, our surrogate home, but always from the yak. Right, right. And just so so people know, how tall are you, Keisha? I am officially 5'11 and 3'4", but <laughs> I just say six feet, just because anytime I even say six feet, people ready to fight me and tell me I'm six two or six three. But on record, I'm five eleven and three four. Okay. <laughs> so for you, how has that been growing up for you? I I I'll speak on some of my experiences too. But growing up, like in in school and throughout school, how has that been? Like were were there times where you didn't like being tall or you felt uncomfortable? And you used to you didn't play basketball. You was a cheerleader. So tell us a little bit. 
funny story. Um, I one day a cheerleading practice. No, actually, this was in eighth grade. So I was on a dance team. Dance team practice was canceled, and uh, regardless of what I had going on, my mom couldn't come get me to five o'clock. So I was just at the school. And the basketball uh, coach approached me and said, "You know, hey, come try out." And it really wasn't a tryout. She just put me on the team uh, because I was so tall and. I played a game, and that was the last game in the history of my basketball <laughs> career because somebody, I was just running up and down the court for exercise. Somebody accidentally threw me the ball, and I caught it. I remember my heart beating so fast, I didn't know what to do. I looked in the stands and asked my mom, like, mouth to my mom, which way? Somebody snatched the ball out of my hand. All of a sudden, I heard whistles. My, I feel like my teammates were cussing at me. Um, I was benched, uh, gave my jersey back after the game, and never played again. So that was my basketball story. And the, somewhat similar for me. So from, but so my my stepfather was in the army, so we moved around a bit. But when we moved back to Michigan, um, ninth grade. I walk into school, I'm like ready to learn, you know. I, I love school. And it I got bum rushed. It was like, oh, the football coach grabbed me. Oh, the basketball coach get, grabbed me. And I'm like, I wasn't interested in either one. I just wasn't athletic. And I think that people don't realize that, yeah, I might look like an athlete. I might have the perfect size of an athlete. But if you have no athletic ability, you're going to be out there wasting your time. And yeah looking crazy and and at the time like working out or doing anything physical was just not something that I wanted to do so running up and down the court I was like or doing sprints across the football field <laughs> they'd be like Mosley run not walk run <laughs> I'm like, I was like uh what time is practice over with because <laughs> I did not care about being out there and it showed it like I remember so I quit. I ended up quitting JV football and didn't go for like two days. A couple of days later, the varsity football coach comes to my house. I'm it's I think it was like a maybe been a, a Saturday morning. Um, and I'm at the house with my grandparents and my granddaddy come and he was like, um, the coach out here. And I'm like, what coach? He's like the football coach. So I go out there. He done already had a full conversation with my granddaddy, and my granddaddy assured him that I was coming back. <laughs> and so he had made up his mind that I was going to play football anyway. So I go out there. We sit on the porch, and he talked to me, and he was like, well, we're going to have you know a special coach working with you. They're going to go through drills. They're going to really sh- – because I didn't know anything about football, uh, about playing sports. He said, I'm going to have someone, you know, really take their time with you. And so I fell for it. I was like, okay, maybe I should give it another shot. This might lead to something. I go back out there. So now I'm on varsity. I'm a ninth grader on varsity. These are people who've been playing football probably since elementary. They know the game inside and out. So once again, I'm sitting on the sidelines watching them practice. I'm at the games sitting on the sideline, like, <laughs> it's cold, it's raining. I got on all this equipment, and I'm not playing. My uniform is spotless. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm like, this. I could be doing something else. Like, I just – it just wasn't for me. Um, and kind of the same – with basketball, I kind of caught on a little bit better with basketball, but still, I just I, – I wasn't athletic. 
And I felt like I would be hurting the team more than helping out there trying to, you know, play. So eventually, I like I, I played JV the full season, the JV um, ninth grade year. But after that, I kind of just walked away from sports too. Um, and I even had like I never even got into a football game, but I had scouts from big name colleges scouting me to play football, and I'm like, I've never even played a game before. Like, <laughs> I've never played a game. Did that impact or affect your self esteem? Like no, like you knew internally that you weren't interested in playing, which not being interested, like you ain't care about it, so it didn't matter if you were good because you didn't want to play. But just the expectation um, that was put on you that hey, he did, he can play, putting you on varsity. Yeah, it, um, it, and like you said, and then you couldn't and didn't want to play. Did that? How did that make you feel um, from a self-esteem perspective? It definitely affected my self-esteem because it, I found myself like trying well making myself small or trying to not be seen like when i stopped playing like walking down the hallway everybody be like why you ain't at practice why you ain't been coming to practice and i'm like uh, i'm not on the team no more and it's just kind of like i would literally like kind of hide from everybody uh i spent lunch in the library <laughs> uh i just didn't really want to like socialize i had friends and people that i was cool with but it it definitely changed who I was um, because people only saw me as he's he's going to be good for playing sports and da 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 and it, it 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 yeah it definitely affected me because I was like I'm I know I'm more than this I'm I'm smart I was doing I'm the reason why <laughs> half of the JV basketball team was eligible to play because I was doing their homework and helping them with their homework so it's just it's it's, it's those kind of things that like nobody thought to say well maybe this isn't for him and maybe we should be trying to build him up in another way because sports is not it. And in turn, like, you know, I felt like in, in a lot of areas in in school, I kind of dumped myself down a little bit to try and fit in at one point to, to be like, okay, well, you know, I don't, I don't need to focus on my grades. Maybe I should be playing sports. And then I just, I had to get myself out of that, but it definitely like, affected my self-esteem like during those those high school years does it seem like you bounced back because didn't you win best dress prom queen king yep um and like you said you tried to shrink yourself me i, I i've always loved clothes and loved to dress and i like thrifting back then because i was like uh-uh i ain't wearing other people's clothes but like i just always loved clothes and everything but i I really didn't dress how I wanted to in my mind because I didn't want to stand out. I wanted to fit in, so I would try to shrink myself. So how did you go from feeling, you know, like, oh, wow, you know, they think that I should be playing football, basketball, or not, to just finding yourself and thriving? Because most people, you know, everybody has self-esteem issues in high school. Right. So how did you overcome from ninth to 12th? I think by the – I would say by the end of the 10th grade year, once once I finally realized that, okay – I'm not going to have a, a sports career in high school. I kind of like start focusing on other things. I think that's when I, I started working. One of my first jobs, uh, well, my first job was at Taco Bell. Um, but after that, I ended up like, I, I think I think my mom was taking me school shopping or something at uh, Casual Mail Big and Tall. And we were in there shopping and the manager pretty much just offered me a job on spot. And that was my first retail job. And from there, you know, I'm I'm working now and I'm working in the clothing store and I had a discount. So it's like I was able to 
start buying clothes. My mother, one thing, my mother always dressed us nice and always made sure we had nice clothes. But now it was like, oh, I could get to pick out what I want because I'm buying it with my money. And so when I'm working in the store that sells clothes my size, even though at the time Casual Mail really didn't have a good selection for teenagers, it was more so, so old clothes for old white men. And I had to kind of like make the best of it and, you know, do do different things. Or I would just go to the mall and get something somewhere from the mall. But when once once I started working and, and started being a little bit more independent as far as being able to shop for myself, it it just changed everything. And uh, and then I I noticed that people took notice that oh he's tall and he he dresses nice all the time, and that kind of started to build my confidence. And I I became more social again. I I went to the games and, and supported the teams and everything, and which led to you know. The homecoming, being on homecoming court and running, winning prime king, and just got me more so out of my my shell. But then the crazy part about that is when you go off to college, it's like that cycle starts all over. You back on the bottom of the totem pole again, and it's like you got to work yourself back up because you you're stepping into a new world. Because I feel like high school is so you know just closed in, and you know most people been going to school together since elementary. And when I went to college, you know, I was tall Keisha. Actually, my nickname in high school was six because I was tall and super skinny. And when I got to college, I saw other tall women. It was more tall men. There were so many people. And going to an HBCU, I went to Tennessee State in Nashville. Go Tigers. Um, I mean, it was just a whole new world. So for me, I think I know my confidence and being tall came from one leaving my city where I stuck out as being different, one for being tall. And there were a couple of the girls who were my height, but they played sports. Right. So being the tall cheerleader to going to a black school where it's like, oh, okay, I'm on, all right. And that's when I kind of started, you know, like dressing how I wanted to and expressing myself differently and, and not feeling like the odd person out or, or trying to shrink myself. Yeah, and I, I think I definitely felt that at uh, Morehouse, too. But then, like I say, the cycle for me started all over again because i never forget one of my first days on campus. And this was like during NSO week. Um, classes hadn't even started. I'm in a calf getting something to eat, and one of the football coaches literally grabbed me by my jacket. And I'm thinking, like, what the heck? What the hell is wrong with this man? Like, why, <laughs> why are you grabbing me like this? And he was like, "Oh, you need to come out. You need to come out to practice." And I'm like, "I'm thinking to myself, no, I don't. I'm not doing this all over again. I'm not. You know, I'm not an athlete. It's not gonna work." Um, but then I ran into the basketball coach. His pro- approach was totally different. Um, he was like, "You know, come on out. You know, just start conditioning with us and just let us just see what you got." So. I, I did fall into that, and I st- did start working out with the basketball team. And I, I like basketball more than football, but at the same time, college is a whole nother level. Morehouse College is a whole nother level. Um, I don't technically feel that our high school prepared me for college. So being at Morehouse, it was like I needed to take more time than ever to study and, and, and make sure that I'm passing my classes. So I take my hat off to athletes who can juggle both and keep their grades up because after practice, all I want to do is go to sleep. All I want to do is eat and go to sleep. I was like, oh, I study in the morning before class. But it was it was it was something. Um 
I ended up not playing only because he wasn't offering me any, you know, scholarship money. I'm still, you know, paying out of pocket. I'm still having to, you know, juggle, you know, working and, you know, getting get, keeping my grades up. So, but that experience, um, it definitely, like, it just, it, it made me look at things different because people really look at us as, like, a dollar sign when it comes to, you know, the athletic world. And it's like, they don't care if you ever picked up a ball in your life oh, I will show you because we want you on a team. And it's like they're not really taking time to see if this is really something that you want to do. They just want to push you out there and put you into it. Um, yeah. and, and it's and not for everybody. Yeah, it's just like I have interest. Like, talk to me. I'm smart. There are other things that I like, you know, other than dribbling a basketball. I'm not even good at this. So why are you trying to make me do this? And, or, you know, and people, it's funny because, you know, people who are not tall, people don't, Look, adults don't look at kids and be like, oh, you know, you're going to be a doctor or you're going to be a scientist or you're going to be an entrepreneur. But anytime they would see me as a child, they would tell my mom, oh, she's going to play basketball or oh, she's going to be a model or she should be a model or she should play volleyball. And just as a child hearing that, it's like, are those my only options? Right. And then I, I think too, like, I, I, I got that all my life too. Like, oh, you need to put that boy in sports. He gonna he gonna be in the NFL. He gonna be in the NBA, and it's just like sometimes I wonder like if I did go down that path, would I even be happy? Like you know, people people look at athletes and 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 their salaries and everything, but we don't know what's really going on behind you know their their lives. Yeah, you know, I think having money is a good thing, and being rich is a good thing, but it's it's a lot associated with that. You know, you got family and cousins that you never met before popping up. Everybody got their hand in your pocket and all that. And I'm too nice of a person. I'd probably be a broke athlete right now because I'd be trying to help everybody. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, and trying to take care of everybody. So it's like, you know, sometimes it, it, it's just not like what is what is cracked up to be. You see a lot of these athletes who go broke and mainly for the reason because they didn't pay attention in school and they lost all their money. You know, they 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 didn't pay attention enough to their finances and stuff, and went out and blew all their money. And it's like now, what do they have to fall back on? You know, so it, it's it, it's one of those situations where it's like, I, I, I if I was a, if I was athletic, then it would have been cool. But I just wasn't an athletic person. I I'm clumsy. I'm still clumsy to this day. So it's <laughs> like it just wouldn't have worked out for me. Do you remember the moment? Or, or the age when you first felt tall or realized that you were tall? Because for me, it's like, you know, walking around, I, it's always me. I didn't feel like I was tall or anything was different about me. And I think it was in second grade um, when I was the same height as my teacher that that was the moment that I knew that I was tall. I think for me, it was probably before then. I don't know if it was preschool or kindergarten, but it was me. And, you know, like, girls girls develop and grow faster than boys in the beginning. So it was me and a girl in my class who were the tallest kids in the class. And I think, like, we probably were in kindergarten, and um, we looked like second graders. Like, we, we were so much bigger than everybody else. Like, in the class picture, we definitely were standing in the back. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just like, it's like, why are these two kids in this classroom? They they need to be in. A, so I, I definitely remember that, and I, I, I'm pretty sure my mom still has that picture. 
um, from from there, and it's it's just like us standing in the back, taller than all of the kids. Like that's when I realized I was like, oh, I'm different. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm different. And it, and what was so crazy about it is I have a nephew who's like a mirror image of me. So it's like I'm watching myself grow up all over again when I look at him because he's definitely people. He's he just turned two, but people think he's like four. Like, oh, he, wow. he, yeah, he's gonna be huge. Yeah. So now. I'm at him. Oh, go ahead. Oh no, go ahead. Say what you're trying to say. So, so looking at him and seeing that you know he he might grow up and you know be tall like you. What would you tell your younger self now that you have the opportunity to really have a younger self to tell? I would, if he wanted to play sports, if he showed interest in it, which I think he probably will because he's already like. He loves basketballs and footballs and throwing them around, so he's probably going to have interest. But I would stress keeping his grades up and being focused on school. I, I I definitely would encourage him to play sports if that's what he wants to do, but I'm, I wouldn't force him to do it. And, my, and the thing about it is my parents never forced me to do it. It was more so people around, like all everybody around. My mother didn't care if I played sports or not. She just wanted my grades to look good and make mm-hmm. sure that I'm passing classes. She didn't care if I played sports. Um, that was just extra if I wanted to. So I would definitely encourage him to, you know, keep his grades up and be focused on school and sports come second. Yeah, good grades to take, take him wherever you want to go, whether it's sports or, or in a different direction. Right. Now, Keisha, I do want to, like, kind of change gears a little bit um, because I know you have a blog. Are you still doing your blog? No, I stopped probably... Around it's almost around the time of the pandemic, you know, when everybody was just trying to figure things out and life just stopped and changed for everybody. Okay, okay, but now, but you still like I I see your Instagram. You're still active on Instagram though, so you you're still doing that. And and also, go ahead and plug your business because you just started a business. So I want you to talk about that too. Yes. So I mean, anybody who knows me knows this is totally random because I can barely I'm not the best driver of a car <laughs> so <laughs> I recently purchased a, a semi truck um, and I don't drive a semi truck although I do plan to get my, my CDL okay. um, at some point but um, I have a company it's called 612 Global and the reason it's called 612 is because my boyfriend is 610 like I said I'm 511 and 3 4 and so our whole life you know like you and I have been talking about we've either been ridicule or just our height has always been a focus and until we were adults it was something that we didn't embrace we always like tried to to shrink away from um and not be the center of attention for our height but now i'm like you know what let's fully fully embrace this um and when we sit up in our our semi yes we gonna we gonna feel 612 because right. people my whole life i'm like what are you 612 and before it was something that i was embarrassed about so i'm like i want to take something that I had been embarrassed about and embrace it because if business owners us together, six feet and six ten, when people see us, the first thing they're going to think is height. And six twelve also um, happens to be our anniversary. So we said, you know what? We're going to take this global. So we named um, our trucking company six twelve global. Right now we have um, a semi and a um, a driver, and he goes all across the United States uh, delivering freight. And our goal is to expand um, by employing other owner-operators as well as owning um, additional trucks in our fleet. 
and we just got on the road two weeks ago, um, and we are already seeing practice, which we are so excited about. And um, right now, we're just in the stage of business development where we are networking, we're looking for government contracts, and just trying to learn everything that we can about this industry, because it's neither of our backgrounds. Nice, nice. Congratulations on that. That's big. That's real big. Okay, so um, is I'm trying to think of any if we haven't covered anything. Um, I know we could probably tell tall stories all day. Uh, <laughs> and, and, and and go through go through that. Uh, now, but you now you have two kids. Are are they tall also? Um, yes and no. So my daughter is six. And um, she is tall. And, you know, to me and my family, I, I don't consider her tall. But whenever we're out and she's like, I'm six, people are like, oh, my God, you're so big. And I always correct people. Like, don't call her big. She's tall. Right. Um, and so she is in the 90th percentile. So um, her doctor projected that she's going to be about 5'10". Okay. Which is my mom's height. And I always tell my mom, like, you tall, but you ain't stupid tall. Like, people don't stop you for your height. People don't come make you play basketball. So she's a tall woman, but, you know, not as tall as me. Right. Obviously, so Carson is going to be um, 5'10". Um, my son, he is uh, 13. He'll be 14 in August. And right now, he's about 5'8". Um, and he plays basketball. He's a point guard, really loves the game. And he's always the smallest on the court. Um, yeah. Shorter than everybody on his team. Um, he is looking, um, he really, really wants to be tall. Um, his dad is 5'10". Okay. So, and he has an uncle that his dad's brother that is like 5'3", five, 5'4". Five, and then my brothers are 6'4", six, 6'5". Six, so he's hoping that he goes <laughs> <knows> my way. <laughs> um, but it's funny because he's self-conscious about not being tall. And right now my daughter, she's oblivious. Like when people say you're tall, she'll... She'll take notice, but she'll be like, oh, okay. But um, right now she's living her best life and, and is not self-conscious or, or really even pays attention to, to being considered tall. Right, right. So when so let me ask you this. As a, as a woman being tall, before, like, throughout your, your teenage to adult life, did you prefer to only date tall guys or did you did you date short guys? So, preference would have been always tall guys. Um, but what happened in real life was not always tall guys. Because what I would find is that tall guys and guys, and when I, to me, tall is like your height, my boyfriend's height, like 6'10". I say anything like 6'6 six, six and up is tall to me. Um, but, you know, society would consider a man that's like 6'3 to be tall. Um, so I would find men that were like 6'3", six, 6'4", six, whatever. They like really short women. Like women that are like five feet, five one. So they, we never really connected. It was funny because I would find that short men, I'm talking about men like five, 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 six, love tall women um, and would want you to wear heels around them. And I would just always get approached by um, really short men. The shortest man that I've dated um, was, let me be honest, because my friends will call me out. Um, <laughs> High nine, um, but I say the majority we pretty much been the same height, right, guys? Like between like 
five eleven and six one has been like my average. I've dated a couple guys that were like six 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 seven, and I mean like literally two. Um, but it's really been between like five five eleven and, and six one. And luckily, my final boyfriend is six ten. Okay. <laughs> he said the final, huh? <laughs> My final you got to speak things into existence. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm not mad at that yeah, at all. <laughs> so do you find, how is dating for you? Because I find with a tall man, you can date anybody and everybody. Like a tall man is always on the market. You know what? Or has your and, 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 you know, to a certain extent, that is true. Uh, everybody, it's like when you're tall, especially a tall man, you get all the attention. Um, sometimes it's unwanted attention. <laughs> Let me just put that out there. <laughs> it's like, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Slow it down. But, yeah, it's. I think it is easier for guys because you could be a tall guy and not even be attractive, but just because you're tall, you know, you get you get that attention, and and, and everybody uh, uh, like kind of like lean towards you or or be all smiling and hey, like just random. Like people people are real bold. Like I, I I've I've been approached sometimes, and it's just like oh okay, that's what we doing. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, and, and it catches you off guard because sometimes it's kind of like I remember one time I was out with my mom grocery shopping, and I got hit on. And my mom was just looking like that was really rude, like and, and aggressive. And I was like, just imagine if you wasn't standing next to me. And the thing about it, like, and and my sister Kenya. So sometimes we would be out, like we would be out the mall, and girls would be like giving her evil stares and stuff. And she like, this is my brother. Like she literally had to tell a girl one time, like, this is my brother. Calm down. <laughs> like, right. it, so it's it's it, it it can be weird at times. Um, but I kind of like just smile and and not. I mean, most of the time, if I'm not even interested, I'd be like, oh, yeah, I, I'm I'm in a relationship and kind of like keep it moving. <laughs> but would you rather prefer? Would you prefer to date somebody that's taller? Because I um, I, me and my boyfriend having a conversation, and he was saying like. For him, like, it's a strain to date somebody that's, like, five one, like, always having to bend over, and, like, it's just awkward. He's always dated, you know, people that were, like, 5'11 and tall, like, my, um, so short has never been his thing. And I was like, that's really interesting, because I just always assumed that Carmen, I just like to feel protective and, you know, really, like, like, really, uh, like, yeah, that's what I thought. But for him, he's like, no, I've I've always um, dated no no shorter than you. I you know I definitely prefer the taller side, and the, and and I always tell people this story too. So one of my I've I've had quite a few crushes growing up. Um, but one of my like I thought I was gonna marry this woman, um, Coco from SWV. So Coco is tall, and. <laughs> Yeah, she's. I mean, she's not super tall, but she's taller. Um, and probably with Hills, she's a little bit taller. But when I first saw the first SWV video, I fell in love with that woman. She was dark skinned She had long hair. It, she could sing, and I was just like, "Oh yeah, I'm definitely gonna marry her." And it was so bad to the point where me and my brother like stalked them, like we borderline. <laughs> uh, they were they were in Michigan in Auburn Hills. This was like a Summerfest tour with 
SWV, Shy, H Town, everybody, all the '90s artists. And so one of my godmother's nieces, uh, they were trying to find H Town. So they found out what hotel they were at, and SWV was staying at the same hotel. So they let us know where where to come to, and, and this is not. So they found out what room SWV was in. We go up to the room. I was getting ready to knock on the door. And their manager comes out, and their manager at the time, she was like, she's a big woman, and she like she looked like she could probably take a couple dudes out. So we turned around and we got on that elevator, and we just like forget it. But I was that close, and I actually ended up meeting Taj before. No, I met Lily before because Lily lives here in Atlanta. Um, but I still haven't met Coco. I'm friends with Coco on Facebook. She likes some of my stuff. She's even commented on some of my posts before, but I haven't met Coco. But that that dream of marrying Coco is gone now. But I, I still love her. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so that was, yeah, that Coco, uh, in love with that woman, yeah. But I actually watched an interview with her and Fat Joe um, the other day, Uh and he was kind of asking her about, you know, because they grew up in the same projects. So they kind of was talking about that and talking about, like, how, you know, they both was, you know, doing their thing back in, in the day. And how they lost touch once she got the record deal. Because she, I think she got, they got their record deal before he did. Um, So they was just kind of talking about that. But, yeah, I definitely, um, if I would have had a chance to meet Coco, I would have did whatever she told me to. <laughs> 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 so yeah but uh my, my my other experiences growing up tall um did you have a hard time finding shoes i did um and for longer than i'm willing to admit i wore shoes that were too small um one to you know because i didn't want to wear like grandma shoes right. um and um they were expensive so you know, I just got one pair of the more expensive shoes and had to wear them till the sole fell off. And so, you know, I would tell my mom, like, no, like, my feet don't work. Um, but it wasn't. In, and then, you know, once I got older and was working and could afford shoes in my size, they feel like if you have big feet, then you're likely tall. And if you're tall as a woman, you don't want to be taller. So they would have kitten you. <laughs> And so I'm in the club and kitten heels looking stupid. And I'm like, and by this time, I didn't embrace my height. I'm like, I'm weird by a six inch pup if I could find them. So it wasn't until maybe like five or six years ago, I found a couple shops on um, Amazon that sell um, heels up to like a 16 in women. And they sell four, five, six, uh, even seven inch heels. So now I have the shoe game that I've always imagined that. Well, I won't say comfortable because, you know, some of these heels ain't comfortable, but at least they're my size and my toes ain't hanging over. Right. Um, and they are respectable, decent heels and not a, a, a church lady heel. I, you know, I, I went through that too. Um, I remember before my ninth grade year, we were trying to find sc- um, shoes for school and we must have went to every store in Detroit possible. Um it was, I, and I still remember how that shoe looked. I don't remember the name of the shoe, but it was all black shoe. It had like a little bit of blue on it and this like burgundy reddish color on the sole. But when I tell you I had to wear that shoe with almost everything because we just couldn't find shoes in my size. And 
thank goodness my my foot stopped at a 15. Um, some shoes now I do have to go up to a 16. Like some dress shoes, I wear a 16. But it's it's between the 15 and 16 for me now. But that was so hard to find back in the 90s. Um, now it's like that 15 is almost like for for tall guys. It's almost like that's a small foot for a tall guy because one of my friends yeah. he, he played basketball overseas. We're the same height, way about the same, but he wears an 18. And I and I, I like, when, when he told me what size he wore, I was like, ooh, thank goodness my foot stopped when it stopped because I couldn't imagine wearing an 18. Like, that, that's a whole nother, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. Cause, and he gets mad because it's like shoes that, we, like we'll be out looking at shoes or whatever, and I'll be able to find a shoe with my size. And, it, and it's like with him, he got to stick to the basics. Like, the force ones come up to an 18 or, you know, the standard basketball shoe, like a team shoe go up to an 18, but some of the shoes that he liked can't find it in his size. So I'm like, Ooh, I'm glad I, I stopped at a 15. Um, cause I, I wouldn't, that would be rough. For me, it was more so clothes than shoes because like, you know, for men, they have big and tall, like they have specialty uh, shops. For women, like at the time, I was the height that I am now, five eleven and three four, but I was a zero. So all of the the tiny clothes, they thought like if you were a zero, you know, you're probably petite. So I would end up flooding. Oh. And do you remember the store um at Summit Place Mall, um, JW? Yeah. It was a men's store. I used to shop there for pants because remember back then, like the colored jeans or whatever were in style. Uh-huh. Uh, and those, you know, were unisex. So I would go uh, there because they would have uh, they would have my lips. I think I was like a, a twenty. I'm like a twenty four waist, which I think the, the largest they had might have been like a twenty six. I just put a belt on. Um, but I could get the thirty three, thirty four lips. But of course, because it's a man, it didn't, it, you know, it wasn't the boot cut and bell bottom that were in style. They were just whatever cut was in for men. So I had to wear men's jeans um, to avoid flooding. And then I got to a point where I just wore like skirts and dresses um, most of the time. And people thought it was my style. And I'm like, it's not my style. It's, you know, it, it's just what I can find. And even as I um, began to gain weight, like as I got a little bit older, um, there were still only a few brands like Levi's um, where I could find like the skinny jeans once they became popular um, in my size and the right way. Yeah, Levi's always has been like clutch because they they definitely um, for for men I know like Levi's you go, you have to order them online but they go up to like a forty length like I don't oh, wow. yeah so and I've I've actually ordered a pair of Levi's with a thirty eight length on it. And they were they were too long, of course, but I wanted them long enough because I wanted to do the big cuff look on it, so it worked out perfect. But yeah, Levi's has always kind of been been standard with you know having longer length in, in clothing for you know for taller people. Um, I remember <laughs> I used to work at Hudson's, which is well in Michigan now it's Macy's, uh, but I used to work in Hudson's, and this was when I like really started to like you know get into like I think well I've always been into fashion but now it, at this point when I was working at Hudson's it was more so like oh like the brand name stuff everybody was into this the logo this and all that 
So I remember Gas had this peacoat. And I was like, I really want this peacoat. And I was I kept watching it. It was marked down. I wanted to go down some more. And you no, know, I'm good and well, like I could fit it, but the sleeves weren't long enough. So I'm I had already like plotted how I was gonna do this. So I ended up it got marked down to the point where I was like, okay, I could buy it now. I bought the coat and <laughs> you know, my granny, she sews. So I had went and got her uh her little sewing kit and I took I the, the sleeve of the coat, the inside, like you know how there's always a little bit of extra material in it. I undid the seam and let the let it out to sort of be long enough. And I just made it seem like that's the way the coat was made, but it was long enough and I could wear it because everybody was wearing pea coats at that time and I wanted me a pea coat and I made that pea coat fit. <laughs> Get creative plenty of time. <laughs> so yeah, I, I've I've learned little tricks over the years. It's like now when I look back on stuff like that, I was like, yeah, I really wanted that coat that bad. Like, and you, you know, you have a kind of. I still want stuff that bad. Like if the sleeve's too short on a peacoat now, I get it and just wear it on my shoulders. Yeah, I've done that before too. Yeah, or you. Super cold, but I'm like, I want this coat. Or uh, one thing too is to wear like. If you have a sweater or a, um, a hoodie or something, have it up under it and have the sleeves come up up under it. Because it'll kind of like take away from the, <laughs> the fact that the sleeve is a little too much. Like you tried to layer and then I have those bracelets on them, like a whole bunch of bangles to make up for that space. Yep. Yep. All the fashion. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's little tricks that, you know, I've, I've learned over the years uh, with clothing. Um, yeah, you definitely have to get creative. Yep, and then like with long sleeve shirts, uh, that's that was always a problem finding long sleeve shirts uh, because my arm my arm length is a forty one length, so I would always have to like just cuff my sleeves or wear the shirt rolled up, and I I used to hate that. Like sometimes it looks cool depending on what you're going for, but. I was like, dog, I wish this shirt was long. <laughs> but you like... Yeah, especially if you're trying to be crisp and clean, like with a button or something, you got to roll it up. Yeah. Yep. So, and, and like, um, some of my... What, now, Polo, Polo definitely um, has started doing the... They do a tall... They have tall sizes now. So their sleeve length is long enough for me. But even for prime, like, it took us the longest to find a shirt for me for the prime because of my sleeve length. Um, and I just like probably was it last year or the year before last? I just took my prom suit to the uh, to Salvation Army and gave it away. I was like, why am I still holding on to this? I'm not gonna ever wear a, a burgundy suit anywhere. And I that's when I like kind of knew like I was always kind of destined to go to Morehouse. I was like, I wore I wore these colors to the prom. Like this is where I was supposed to be. <laughs> But, yeah, but I I just I had to go ahead and give that suit up though, and and the shirt that went with it, and it it, it got me through a couple job interviews after high school. Yeah, but I so I I ended up wearing that burgundy suit to a job interview before, and and now that I look back on that, I was like, what was I thinking? But it was that that was like late '90s, so I probably was okay then, but now I wouldn't dare do that. Did what needed to be done. I my mom found I can't remember who the lady was. It might have been someone she worked with who um, made my prom dress. 
and um, it was a two piece. So I had like a halter top and then the skirt. But my big thing for prom, I'm like, I done flooded most of my life, but I'm not going to flood in a prom dress. Like, I see everybody with their own trains and, you know, their own dresses that cover their shoes. I said, please, let's figure out something. So we went to all the dress shops in Detroit and, you know, couldn't find anything once I put my heels on. And we finally found someone. And when I tell you that was one of the best days of my life for me to be able to get dressed, put my heels on, and the bottom of my dress still touch the floor. Right. Right. Yeah. You you definitely have to, like, being tall, it just, you have to learn things and, and figure things out when it comes to clothing and dressing. And you got to kind of, like, because not all of the designers cater to, towards us. Um, even though they should, and and I don't like the fact that you know sometimes they charge extra for the extended sizes, but I get it. That's you know that's the way of the world. Um, right, and most models I found this out like years ago. I always assumed models were my height, but most models I found are like five eight, five nine, and when they put on heels, they're six feet. Oh, okay. And so, like I'm technically like too tall to be a model um just because of the the sizing of um of the different manufacturers of clothes like they you know they consider tall five eight five nine so that's why it's so difficult to find and you know it's funny that you brought that up because with me being a big and tall model now i like the 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 industry has somewhat changed but at the same time it's it's not because now they're telling me that I'm like, because I've lost weight, they're telling me I'm not a big and tall model, but I'm definitely not a regular size model, um, and I'm I'm way taller than 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 most of the guys. Uh, so it's like I kind of like just have to create my own path and 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 reach out to brands and and more so like keep you know doing what I'm doing and letting people see that I know how to put. An outfit together. Um, so if you if you let me give me a, a shot to show you, I could sell your clothes because it's it's a lot of brands like that I've worked with that doesn't necessarily cater to taller guys. It's more of the bigger guys because even in the, some of the fashion shows that I've done, stuff still wasn't long enough for me. Um, and I just Ooh. had to kind of like <laughs> work it in a way that. You couldn't really tell. Like I remember Four Figure Fashion Week, um, and in I wore um this outfit for MVP. It's some white jeans and this snake print shirt. Well, they wanted me to tuck the shirt in, and I'm like, no, we can't tuck this shirt in because these pants are not long enough. <laughs> so I'm gonna have to wear this shirt out and sag these pants a little bit so they'd appear to be long enough because from the back you couldn't see that I was sagging with the shirt tucked out. With what with it out, so I, I was like, "Yeah, we we not we're not tucking this shirt in because if I tuck this shirt in, it's gonna look crazy walking down this runway." So it you you gotta you definitely gotta to to learn and and make adjustments and and know what works for your body. And that's the thing that I always tell people: like a lot of a lot of men don't really like shopping, but yeah. I always tell them, "I'm like, guys, y'all gotta go out and try stuff on because you you everybody's body is different." And one brand might work for you that, you know, don't work for me. And so it's like you have to try stuff on and figure out what, what works for you. And 
most people don't know that because they'll stick to the same thing. They'll just buy the same thing or, you know, don't don't try to change up their look a little bit and, and try something different. Um, and and that's something that I always do. Like if I like it, I'm gonna try it on and I'm see how it fit. You might it might not work for you. It's a lot of you know trial and error. But if I think if you if you're passionate about you know changing up your look and, and dressing nice, you gotta get out there and do it. You gotta get out there and try things. Yeah, and get creative. Find you a couple brands. You know that works for you. Sometimes you might see something on Instagram or in a magazine or on TV and you like the look, but you just got to figure out how you can incorporate that look for your body type and your body style and what brands will work for you. And some people just want to shop off the rack and I'm like, everybody, uh-oh, did I lose you? Yeah, we couldn't hear you. What about now? Yeah, we can hear you now. Okay. Um, I was just saying that everybody, um, you know, a lot of times we're influenced by what we see on Instagram or TV or in magazines or even on Pinterest. I know on Pinterest a lot for outfit ideas, but we have to understand not everybody has an off-the-rack body. Right. Like, you have to figure out what works for you, what brands fit better. You know, maybe, you know, you got a little extra going on, so maybe a white t-shirt ain't for you, but you could do the same look, you know, in a black t-shirt. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you. I hate trying on clothes too. And when I was younger, I could just go like, "Yeah, this is like a fit." But now, as much as I hate shopping, I love clothes and love to dress, but I hate shopping. Um, you'll find me right with stores trying things on too. Yeah, and I I do a lot of ordering online. So usually, if it if it don't work out, I just send it back. Um, I, but I, I I do a lot of shopping online now, and just you know. Send it back. Most of the places where I order stuff from, they got, you know, free returns, so it don't really, you know, phase me. Um, it's been a while since I actually went into a store and, like, really, like, tried on clothes and stuff. Uh, I usually just order it now and get it there in two days and try it, see if it fit. If it don't fit, send it back. <laughs> that's that's my motto now. But um, so we're going to go ahead and wrap up. Oh, hold on for a minute, Keisha. So, Yeah, so we're going to go ahead and wrap up this uh, first episode of the Tall Talk podcast. And um, is there anything else you want to say, Keisha? No, I think this has been good. We're going to talk about everything from growing up to prime suit, showing up at interviews, yeah, right. um, <laughs> and being pulled on to play uh, football. <laughs> so I think this has been good. Yeah, this has been a good episode. Uh as far as for the first episode, this has been great. Um, you know, we will work out the kinks and all of that later. Uh, but I want to thank you all for listening. This has been the Tall Talk Podcast with Rob Mosley and Keisha Washington.